Welcome to the Prophecy Forum podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham, bringing you the latest in current events as they relate to Bible prophecy. Listen in as these are not your normal studies from the Old and New Testament scriptures. All right. This is Brother Larry Cockerham with Prophecy Forum. Good to be here with you this morning, and uh, we've got some great headlines. I guess the headline that uh, speaks to me the most is the coronavirus. The coronavirus uh, is expanding. I know you've been listening to the news the last few weeks, I believe on ABC News last night. It said that uh, if it's not contained, it could affect 60% of the population of the earth. And so rather than give you a lot of statistics, I know you've been keeping up with them, but uh, in the Bible, Jesus talked about famines and pestilences uh, and earthquakes in diverse places. And I believe we're seeing that uh, today. Also in uh, Revelation, the uh, six seals, uh, the pale horse rider uh, emphasizes uh, pestilences and things that would accompany Uh, war and famine. And speaking of famine, uh, I don't know if you've heard this on the news, but they have locust swarms, ugly little bugs (laughs) that are uh, eating everything in their path. They're in places in Africa, uh, Kenya, uh, Somalia, and other places. These uh, locust swarms are the size of cities. And not only that, they can eat their weight in one day. I believe it said something about the fact that uh, they could eat everything in uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and one other state uh, in one day, which uh, will leave millions uh, without food. And this, I believe, is a forecast of what what we'll be seeing uh, in the tribulation period. It talked about famines. And so, therefore, we find that in the third seal, the black horse rider, uh, has to do with famines during this time. People have to work all day just to feed uh, themselves. But not only that, we find millions will starve uh, in the uh, developing world due to uh, famines. I believe the locust swarms are just a foretaste of this. Uh, all these things, I believe, are just a shadow of what is to come shortly uh, during the day of the Lord. Another thing I saw that was interesting is the fact that in Puerto Rico, thousands of swarms of earthquakes since this last great earthquake they had there off the coast. I believe it was a 7.7. And we find that uh, the bees are leaving their hives uh, because of these disturbances. And, of course, we know with years uh, the bees have uh, begun to uh, be extinguished. Uh, due to various uh, reasons. Here in this particular uh, area, they are leaving their hives. Now, when I was a little boy, uh, probably 10 years old, the uh, it was such a great entertainment to go out in the back pasture. We had sagebrush uh, for hundreds of yards, and we find that there were uh, fireflies. But fireflies are slowly diminishing Uh, for various reasons. One is a loss of their habitat, pesticides, as well as uh, artificial lighting. I would have never thought that artificial lighting would cause the firefly population to diminish, but it is. But not only that, we find that uh, over one billion animals have 
been killed in the fires in Australia. And not only that, seagulls, over 1 million seagulls have perished in the last 12 months, uh, one of the worst mass extinctions uh, in their history. And so all these things are just a foretaste, I believe, of things to come. And so uh, the Bible speaks of these things, and I hope that you are aware of these because I believe we're, the time is short and we need to realize the urgency of the hour that we're living in. Okay, here in Revelation chapter 6, verse 5, it tells us when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see, and I beheld and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Now this has to do with famine uh, during the tribulation period. This will, what, this will be what takes place. Uh, after the red horse, the red horse represents war. Uh, many scholars believe that uh, war will begin with uh, conventional weapons and eventually lead to nuclear proliferation, nu nuclear war. And of course, it says uh, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. In other words, the rich will continue to be able to use their money to buy, but nevertheless, uh, the poorer people will be have to work all day to just feed themselves. Now, the fourth seal, it says, and when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, come and see. And I be looked and behold a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the, of the earth. Many believe that the beast of the earth could possibly be pestilences, these viruses, these little critters that uh, can only be seen under a microscope. But uh, we find uh, this uh, fourth seal, the black horse, represents death pestilences, these things that uh, Jesus talked about there in uh, the book of Matthew, where there would be famines and pestilences uh, and earthquakes in diverse places. So we find all these things will be part and parcel of the, rebel, of the revelation of the uh, tribulation period. And I might just say over here in uh, Revelation chapter 9, verse uh, 21, it says, Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, uh, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Well, it seems like these four uh, characteristics, or these four items will be characteristic of the tribulation period. And we're seeing that today in our bigger cities. Uh, you can turn on the news and it seems like one person becoming a, a statistic, uh, one after another. Last night on the news, they found someone in a creek uh, that had been murdered. Sorceries gets back to that Greek word, pharmakeia, which we get mm, the word drugs or pharmacy. We find the opiate epidemic 
is rampant in many states, and I don't see it uh, diminishing. And then there is uh, fornication. We see all those things associated with the uh, morality in our country that has uh, gone downhill in the last few years. And thefts uh, continue to increase exponentially. So all these things are part and parcel uh, of this seven-year period called the Great Tribulation, Jacob's Trouble, or... uh, this time of tribulation that uh, will come upon the earth. And I believe, all, as I said before, all these things are just a shadow of what we're seeing. You know, years ago, most commentators believed that we'd be going along as normal, and I guess we are. And then eventually uh, the tribulation would begin, and it would just start all of a sudden. But I believe now we've come to realize that we're sort of seeing a uh, it's like a woman in travail, the Bible says. You know, the closer we get to the Lord's coming, the more severe and closer together these signs will uh, will uh, be. We've sort of changed our outlook on this. And so what we're seeing today will continue to increase. I'm afraid it's not going to get any better. So let's pray that we will make use of the time that we have that we can reach out to others and help them come to know the Lord as their personal Savior. Because that's what it's all about. You know, are you ready? If the Lord came back tonight, he could. He could come back any day uh, at the rapture of the church.
right. This second segment, we're going to take a look at the 70 weeks of Daniel. Now, I really don't believe that you will ever understand the Bible, at least as far as chronologically, without understanding the 70 weeks. I don't believe you'll ever understand how, why there is a pre-trib rapture apart from the 70 weeks. So here in Daniel, we find Daniel was uh, studying the uh, book of Jeremiah and realized that the 70 years uh, of Daniel, or 70 years of the captivity, that is, uh, were just about up. And they were there 70 years because they owed God uh, 70 Sabbaths of 490 years. And here in Daniel chapter 9, the uh, angel Gabriel came after his prayer at the evening oblation. And it tells us this in verse 24. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. These weeks in uh, Hebrew are like our dozens. In other words, 70 weeks of years. And so 70 times 7 is 490 years. So this prophecy would extend for 490 years. Now it's broken up into three segments. Uh, here in verse 25, it says, Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and to build Jerusalem until the Messiah, the prince, uh, shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and until the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. That one week is seven years. Okay, and in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate even unto the consummation. And that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Okay, here in verse 25, it says, The Messiah, the Prince, well, that's Jesus, shall be seven weeks, that's 49 years, and three score and two weeks, so that's 62 uh, weeks. Uh, I believe that's 434 years. So you have seven weeks and 62 weeks, seven weeks to rebuild the city and walls and streets, uh, and 60 and two weeks. So that's 69 weeks, uh, or 483 uh, years. And it says after three score and two weeks, shall Messiah be cut off. We know that happened when Jesus was crucified but not for himself and the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city. We know that happened in 70 AD uh, when the Roman emperor Titus came in with his armies and destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, the sanctuary. And so this did happen in 70 AD. And of course, Jesus Messiah was cut off. And so all this happened 
in this 69-week period, or 483 years. Now, you start in Nehemiah chapter 2. In Nehemiah chapter 2, Artaxerxes gave uh, Nehemiah the uh, ability to go and rebuild the streets and the walls during troublous times. So this uh, particular date is, I believe, 445 uh, B.C., uh, March of 445 B.C. is the start date. Now, when you start at 445 B.C. Uh, in that particular day, it will carry you 173,880 days when Jesus came in there at the triumphal entry uh, in Jerusalem. And we find uh, that that ended your 69 weeks. If they had been watching, they would have known when Jesus was coming. And I think that applies to today. If we knew and were watching the signs, we would know that the time is close, even at the door. Now here in verse 27, it says, And he, this is talking about the Antichrist, the willful king, the little horn, the beast out of the sea, the Antichrist shall confirm this covenant with many for one week. This one week is seven years. Uh, this seven-year period will be divided in two halves, three and a half years and three and a half years, seven years, or 1,260 days and 1,260 days, an equal amount. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause this sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And we know that Paul talked about the fact that he will uh, step foot in the temple there in Second Thessalonians. And when he steps there in the temple... It says, uh, the man of sin, uh, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, this is the rebuilt temple. This is what they're wanting to do right now, is rebuild their temple. So the Antichrist, in the midst of this seven-year period, will step into the temple and proclaim himself God. And when he does, the Jewish people will realize that he is not their Messiah. And then we find this last three and a half years, Satan will do his best to destroy the Jewish people. So therefore, this 70 weeks is very important to understand. And of course, if you look at the last week, you see the whole book of Revelation from chapter 6 through chapter 19. So what uh, Daniel uh, explained in Daniel 9, 27, uh, Jesus expanded to a whole chapter in Matthew 24. And what Jesus expanded to a chapter in Matthew 24, John expanded to 14 chapters in Revelation 6 through 19. Uh, sort of amazing, I would think. But what you have to understand is between the 69th and 70th week, is an undetermined period. So there, the 70th week of Daniel is still in the future. It hadn't happened yet. But in between the 69th and 70th week, Paul explained uh, concerning the church age. So what you have between the 69th and 70th week is a whole church age. There in Revelation 2 and Revelation 3, the churches of Ephesus, of Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, 
Philadelphia, Laodicea, all these seven churches represent the whole church age, this whole 2,000 years. And so that tells us sort of a chronological view of the history of what's going to take place and what has already taken place during these 70 weeks. So Daniel just gave us a forecast of what the history would be uh, all the way up to uh, the Lord's return. So that's why it's so important, I believe, to understand the 70 weeks of Daniel, 490 years with a gap or parenthetical gap of undetermined uh, length between the 69th and 70th week of Daniel. And so by understanding this, it gives you sort of a, uh, a template that you can overlay all these things uh, in the Word of God. And so therefore, the Old Testament saints, the Old Testament prophets, they saw the kingdom age. They were looking over at the mountain peak of the millennial kingdom, but they did not see the valley of the New Testament church other than in type or shadow. And so that's why it's so important to understand the 70 weeks of Daniel. I hope I've un helped you understand a little bit about it. There's much more to it than that. But basically, that's it. 173,880 days, Jesus rode in on that little donkey, uh, and they were uh, proclaiming, uh, but nevertheless, we find they rejected Jesus as their Messiah. So therefore, we find that uh, this is uh, Daniel 70 weeks. Uh, you might want to go back and read Daniel chapter 9, and that will give you a chronological history of the times that we're living in, the signs of the times. Daniel. Thank you Daniel for listening to the Prophecy Forum Podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham. 